Hey, creative people, and welcome back to Call to Be Creative. We are here to explore what it means to be a creative in the local church and how God has given us gifts to move the world. I'm Noah Battles, and today is a little different, uh, mm-hmm. but I am joined today by Mr. Gabe Owens. Gabe, how hey you doing? Hey, guys. I'm doing good, man. How are you? I haven't talked to you in a while. What's up? Uh, bro, it's been so long. So, uh, yeah. one voice you hear missing from this intro today is uh, Mr. Andrew Owens. He is not with us today because um, he's busy uh, doing, you know, church creative stuff. Go figure. <laughs> Who'd have thought we'd start a church creative podcast and be he would have to be team. doing church creative stuff? Yeah. Who'd have thought? thought? I know, but it's okay. Um, we didn't want to put off recording for Mm-mm. much longer because it's been a while since uh, episode four. Uh, the If you remember, we actually had a split uh, episode. We put out two episodes in the same week, oh, but yeah, it was one conversation. Did. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, it was... We went long on that. It was a good talk. Really long, but it was really good. We were talking yeah. about... Um, we were talking about church uh, during this time and the cre- creativity in the church during COVID, like during this time of, of shutdowns and stuff like that. It's been really interesting. So uh, that obviously had to be a very long conversation. We had a lot to talk about on that. Um, but uh, if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that and then listen to this one. Um, not that you can't listen to this one and li- then listen to that one, but why not? Yeah, but uh, anyways, we're just so glad that you decided to join us today. Uh, we have a lot ahead of us today. Today, we're going to focus on a few things. I'm going to give you a rundown of what we're doing today. So today, we have our first segment we call "What's Good." So, so tell tell us about that, Gabe. Well, what's good? Basically, we're just going to take a moment in this chaotic world that we live in right now. And we're going to reflect on the good things that have happened in the past week or so, or since we last um, recorded. So uh, what's good, Noah? Man, what is good? I- I'll tell you, it's been it's been crazy just through the past few weeks, um, through everything. Um, what's not good, I'll start with that because it'll jump into like what is good. What's not yeah. good is um, Freedom Church, the church that uh, I'm the worship pastor at. Mm-hmm. I uh, We are still not in-person services Mm. um our facility we were using elementary school and we weren't always uh able to during this time to be able to use the uh school so we have been uh, shut down from that we've been online only yeah um but what is good is we are seeing light at the end of the tunnel here on the school systems are uh, looking at opening back up their school buildings so there's a big possibility yeah. Yes, there's, there's a big possibility of us getting back in. Um, we're still looking at options and things like that, but we're planning to go like full speed ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is good. Also, um, really great opportunity has been uh, kind of just laid before me. Uh, I am now taking a role with a wonderful organization called uh, Worship Catalyst which is a nationwide organization that helps uh, churches and church plants um, develop their worship leaders. So um, I am what they call a connector in um, the in the Phoenix area here in Arizona. So what that means is when there's new church plants or churches that have um, needs or things like that with their worship team, uh, they come to Worship Catalyst for training for for developing for mentorship so uh, as a connector uh i will be facilitating a lot of that here in the phoenix area 
So I'm very excited about that. There's a lot of really cool stuff that's coming out of that. We're kind of starting that right now, kind of as, as we speak right now, I'm kind of in the beginning processes of getting all of that together. So it's just really exciting. So yeah, it sounds like a fun, fun little gig. Oh yeah. It's so it's just really exciting because also it gives me an excuse to like meet more people. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I, I guess you got to talk to people. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm, I'm not as, I'm not as introverted as, as my friend Gabe here, but, uh, oh, well, that, yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so that's, that's what's good with me. What's good with you, Gabe? Well, uh, I'm gonna have to reflect on, you know, the bad things the past two weeks, my dad and I actually had COVID. <gasps> I don't know if Andrew told what? you, but me and my dad, uh, you we got both, the Rona? yeah, we did. Um, he had it. He sadly had it way worse, but, uh, we both, we both pulled through, we kicked its butt. Um, so we're just in the, re- we're in the process of regaining all of our energy because it just drained us of all of our energy. But I was able yesterday to go back and, uh, play worship yesterday for youth. Um, we had to shut it down for about two weeks, but we were back yesterday um, I was physically drained after main worship, so I, I didn't go back up for altar call. But I was I was really happy to get back yesterday. Uh, I hadn't touched my guitar in two weeks. I was happy to play. I was happy to see the kids again. I was really happy to see everybody that I haven't seen in two weeks. So um, yeah, I'm just really fortunate that me and my dad both pulled through. And uh, so yeah, I'm just glad that we were able to have service Sunday. Well, I'm glad you're better. Oh my gosh! Yeah. See, yeah, this is was... what happens when we get off of our schedule of uh, recording regularly. Yeah, We're just like people get coronavirus. So, yeah. pretty much, you wouldn't have gotten coronavirus if we would have recorded on time. Yeah, maybe. So that's technically that's technically <laughs> your brother's fault. So we're gonna blame Andrew on that. Yeah, so Andrew, him. I know you're gonna be listening to this yeah. podcast later because I'm gonna edit it. But, um, yeah, luckily, it's your fault. luckily, yeah, luckily he didn't catch it either. So. Oh, was, yeah, uh, just convenient, like, huh? He came by the house once or twice to check up on us. So I was really happy that he didn't get it because that would really have sucked for him and his wife. Oh, yeah. So, and for I'm glad sure. my brother who lives down the road and my grandparents, they also live down the road. They didn't get it. So I'm really glad for that. Um, I was oh. actually able to finally see my nephew yesterday. I hadn't seen him in two weeks. So, um, yeah. Man, that's rough. That's just like mm-hmm. being able to just you don't realize like until you get like really sick like that how much that affects your life Mm -hmm. yeah so not only not only is it affecting the lives of like everybody around you but it definitely is affecting you yeah like all those ways and i couldn't imagine not touching my guitar Mm -hmm. for like that long yeah dude i didn't imagine how much i missed getting out of the house because i was i was legit in my room for about two weeks straight so that sounds about right when I was able to get outside and actually get back to the church, it oh, it was such a relief to get out of the house. So yeah, but we're doing better. We're doing great. Um, COVID free. So hopefully immune. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope so. I do not want to have that again. That <laughs> I'm going to start taking yeah. all the guidelines way more seriously now. So, yeah. So you heard it here on the pod. Take it seriously. Take it seriously. It sucks. Wear a mask. <laughs> it's for okay. real. I'm wearing a mask everywhere I go now. I'm a, a I'm be a little bit more paranoid for a while. But yeah, that's that's what's uh, been good and bad in the past two weeks. Well, we so. we kind of covered bad and good. 
Well, yeah. I'm glad you're better. I'm glad we can have a pod, even though Andrew can't be here. Lame. Yeah. But that's all good. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go right into um, after that. So that's what's good with us right now. It would be a lot longer if Andrew was here. Um, mm-hmm. We'll just say what's not good with Andrew is he's on the not on the pod. He's working. Um, he's Yeah, he's working. <laughs> we're going to put that in quotes. Quotes. <laughs> You know, church creatives, they never work. That's a whole nother <laughs> podcast, right? Yeah. So we're going to go right into the main stage. So the main stage is part of our episode, which is like kind of what we wanted to cover today. Um, so we really, if you see the uh, title of this episode, um, we're going to be discussing whether or not the worship team is considered part of the creative team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like this can have a whole lot of answers. Um, but I really feel like uh, we can just look at it where in a lot of churches, let's look at it this way. A lot of churches uh, don't have like their worship team as part of their creative team necessarily. Uh, usually um, it's the worship team and they're kind of their own bubble. And then you have the creative team that kind of mm-hmm. just surrounds that, but doesn't like they don't touch. Yeah. Or organizationally, they don't touch. I mean, uh, from what I believe, uh, it's it's quite the opposite. Uh, I I really I firmly believe that um, if you are a a leader in your church, if you're a pastor, I firmly believe that you need to envelop your worship team into the creative team. So the creative yeah. team should envelop everything. It should be worship. It should be production. It should be uh, your graphic designers, your photographers, your videographers your um uh your everybody anybody that does anything creative in the church they're on the same team yeah broadcast all of that so that's that's kind of how we see it but i just kind of wanted to give give y'all a few few reasons why so uh number one um is because worship does part of the work of bringing creativity into your worship services yeah so we think about that like how the worship team is on stage and they're seen and that's just part of the creative team. That's just a creative team that's seen, right? Yeah. Most of the creative team during a service is really behind the scenes. So we're looking at how um you know, you don't see like the photographers necessarily taking pictures during it or you see like the camera guys that are like uh, shooting the video for broadcast necessarily. You don't see all of those people. You might see if, you know, something goes wrong in the service, you stare at the sound booth, but uh, that's about, that's about all you see, you know, I've experienced that. (laughs) Yes. That's, that's about all you see though, is how the um, other than like the worship team, you might see like the sound booth and you might see like the guy running pro presenter and like the lighting guy mm-hmm. and the sound guy, but it's like all of those people are part of the creative team too. Um, yeah. But a lot of people just think like the worship team does their own thing and the creative team just kind of either like tags on to that or, uh, you know, just kind of does things separately. But, mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, that's uh, our number one reason. So our number one reason is they all work together to achieve the same goal on a Sunday morning. So number two, number two is worship. Uh, the worship team 
uh, is doing things creatively in the same way that like a graphic designer is doing things creatively. Um, and you might be listening to this as a worship leader and you might think, well, I don't think we like do anything different. You know, um, a lot of people like to think of it as like, uh, there's some worship teams I like to call the cover bands, <laughs> which is, um, a really, a really bad term for a lot of worship yeah. teams. Cause they think they're just playing other people's songs, which is true. I mean, I don't play original music at church. Yeah. Um, but um, what uh, the worship team does is is creating an atmosphere of worship in mm-hmm. in a sense of they're helping lead people into worship with with God during yeah. the service, and so then they're being orchestrating with the sound guy and the lighting guy to bring that atmosphere together to bring in sort of this full environment where people feel comfortable to worship. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a little different. It's a lot. Well, it's a little different. It can be different for like, I would say Sunday morning services and like youth services. Cause, uh, the environments can be different. Mm-hmm. No Gabe. Um, so like at, uh, Calvary. So, uh, how, how much different is like the environment for worship for the worship team, like in youth versus like on a Sunday morning? What do you mean? <laughs> so <laughs> like, so like, so like how how do you how are you doing things different like in a youth service that might be different from what uh your like regular team is doing um on Sunday mornings like during a uh, Sunday morning service? Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah. Well, uh we don't we don't have the capabilities to record yet yet. Yet we don't we can't record our services yet. Um but if there's like uh like anything else like me, um and a couple of other people from the worship team who can make it. We we are always helping like make videos for our pastor, like for youth. Um, so not only are we a part of the worship team, we we are part of the, which is part of the creative team. We are also part of the other creative team, and I'm also technically part of our media. So I'm also part of the media creative team. So we're just all kind of mixed up and bundled into one giant team. So. Um, yeah, I think that answers your question. I'm not really yeah. sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that was that's what I was looking for. Because like my whole point is, um, people don't realize how that overlaps a lot in a lot of churches. Um, yeah. with like worship teams, there's a lot of people that might either they uh, the worship team people like during a youth service might be the same sort of musicians that might play on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Or um, in the same way as that. So um, that's kind of what what my point was uh, going for on that is uh, how uh, the worship team is, is doing that. So uh, you also think about like how um, worship leaders um, as a worship leader, as a worship pastor, we plan the uh, weekly sets. Um, So our, our set list and um, a lot of people that don't do that planning, they just think we just throw songs together willy nilly. No. Um, I wish I could. Yeah. I really wish I could throw together a great set list just mm-hmm. out of the air, just pull it out and just be done with it. It would make my life so much easier. It does not uh, happen that way. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of of prayer and it's a lot of of studying and it's a lot of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
that's part of like the team relationship thing is there's a lot of that that goes into planning the songs for uh, a Sunday uh, morning or a Wednesday or whenever, you know, yeah, your whenever. service that you're leading in is that. So uh, that same intentionality is obviously put into details for like graphic design or somebody that's like editing photos or somebody that's making videos. Yeah. It's that same intentionality and things like that. Um, and I wanted to bring kind of one of my favorite uh, examples of like a really great cohesive creative team that involves the worship team mm-hmm. is Hillsong. Hillsong yeah. does that beautifully. Mm-hmm. So how Hillsong does it, they um, have their creative director and their creative director is over everybody. So it's over everybody in the worship team, vocalists, instrumentalists, worship leaders, um, it's over uh, film people, it's over photographers, it's over videographers, it's over the broadcast, it's over front of house, sound, lighting, screens, all of that. All of that is involved in their creative team. So and um, so much so that they actually have um, weekly uh, team nights. So once a week, Hillsong, um, as a church, meets with their whole creative team together to uh to worship and to just uh learn and to like build relationships and to get better at their craft and they all do that together everybody does it together so if you're on the you so uh i tell people so if you're a backup vocalist on the worship team you're creative and most people were thinking like uh no i'm like no you're putting intentionality into like how you prepare your harmonies Mm -hmm. how you sing the songs that is that is that same sort of creativity because you're bringing yourself your own creative juices your own creative self into that song because you know you might be singing graves into gardens on mm-hmm. sunday morning but you're not singing it just like brandon lake in elevation worship no if you are i'm impressed no for right i love that dude's voice 99.9 <laughs> percent of the time you're not going to sound like elevation worship or brandon lake you're going to sound yeah. like you mm-hmm. and that is not a bad thing. That is actually no. a really good thing because that's yeah. how you were designed. Yep. So you think about that, how as a creative, you um, you come into it and you have to have like that same sort of mindset and that intentionality as a worship team, whether you're playing the bass or playing the drums or lead guitar or mm-hmm. even acoustic guitar or singing, all of that together is is just part of like that creative intentionality because so much so... You think about how every year I know a lot of churches do like some something big for Christmas, right? Some big Christmas production. Yeah. At least a lot of medium to larger size churches do. Mm-hmm. Even some smaller churches try to pull off some big productions. But I know um, Calvary over mm-hmm. there has done quite a few Christmas productions. Yes. I've seen a couple myself. They've done yes. Easter ones as well. So the, they're very impressive ones at that but um it's that same sort of thing where it's people like uh the worship teams doing these big creative like expressions to like pull off like a christmas service because they want to do extra maybe they want to add a string section you know i know um i was at a uh, a church in college um that i was leading worship at and for christmas we had uh, a whole string section we like hired we had violins and cellos and upright bass and violas 
they had like the whole shebang because we were doing like some different songs and we wanted yeah. to do a different arrangement. It's that yeah. creativity that you bring into that that shows kind of how that works. Um, so I, I, that just brings up the further the point of like the the worship team does not need to stand like to the side of the creative team. Mm. They're they're part of it. Yeah. Um, and for the naysayers out there that think, mm, well, no, we're just like a small church in our uh, little rural town and you know all we do is you know we just have our songs together and we we get up on stage and we lead everybody in worship and we just call it a day we don't have any fancy lights or haze and uh big screens uh we don't have any of that flashy stuff it's just us getting up on a platform and and leading Mm -hmm. which is fine because as a church plant that's what I do. And for the past few months, I've literally, literally been recording in my house. Yeah. So I don't have any of those flashy things uh, uh, at all. And I didn't I didn't even have that when we were meeting in person. As a church plant, we just don't have a budget or uh, mm-hmm. capacity for that really yet. Um, but it, I, I come to you, people like that, I come to you and say, you are still part of the creative team you are still intentionally doing all those things. Like I said earlier, um, making your plans for worship. You are, um, you're teaching, uh, songs, you are teaching parts, you are, uh, putting intentionality into like all of those things. If you're not, that's a whole different conversation that we need to have is intentionality in, in your, in your worship. Um, because that intentionality is your creativity. Wow, I just shocked myself right there. Your intentionality is your creativity, especially as part of the worship team. That's really good. So that's uh, that's kind of what we want to uh, end the main stage on. Yep. Did you have any other thoughts on that, Gabe, before we move um, on? Not, I mean, not much. I mean, I 100% agree with you, man. I really do believe that the worship team is part of the creative team, um, not just in the way that they worship, but uh, like I'm – I've done other stuff besides worship. Like I've helped stage design um, for the for the past two years for Christmas production. I was on spotlights, you know, making sure that people were lit up on stage. So, you know, and spotlights are part of the creative team. Yeah, they are. They are. So, and you know, especially if you're the worship team, like you have like the ability to hear things that other people might not be able to hear. So you'll be able to, you know throw that in there and be able to, you know, if someone's like having trouble figuring out how something needs to sound. I mean, if you're on the worship team, you might be able to, you might have a better ear for it and you might be able to help them figure it out. Um, I've helped the the media team on a number of occasions. I've, I've had to fill in for the media director when he was on a work trip. So I had, uh, I had to do the two services as a little media director. And that was fun and totally not stressful at all. Um, but you know, your worship team is more creative than, you know, you, you might think you are like all these like different worship teams, they all uniquely have a different sound. Like if you compare river Valley to elevation, both of their sounds are completely different. Yeah. Still so amazing. <laughs> like I love, especially like like vertical worship. I love vertical worship, but they have a they have a unique and distinct sound compared to other people. Like everyone is different, and everyone has a different creativity. 
and they're able to mix it together and make it sound glorious. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Like, you know, there are a lot of people who are like, who are cover bands, you know, who are trying to sound, you know, exactly like it. And, you know, there are times where you need to, to practice a song well enough to where you can play it exactly like it. But everyone has their own distinct sound. Every worship team has their, it's not, it's not a bad thing because that's you, that's your worship team. And just because you don't sound like elevation doesn't mean you're not going to be able to lead people into the presence of God. You have your own distinct sound. I'm not running a $1,300 Helix. I'm running maybe $500 worth of pedals. The most expensive pedal I have on my board is an Astronomer V2 uh, (laughs) Reverb. Everything else is like 50 bucks. <laughs> hey, hey, and but, it works. No, and that's, and I, and that's I, a big I, thing is like the your sound, that uniqueness of sound, and you hear it, you know, in other worship music is mm-hmm. everybody has that difference, and it all comes from like the culture of your church and of yeah. your creative team mm-hmm. and of your pastor and, and the vision. It all comes from that. That's where yeah. it all all streams from. So yeah. all, all, of your, all of your creativity in that, falls from like the culture of mm-hmm. your church and of yep. the relationships with mm-hmm. the people in your church. So that's kind of um, where we're going to end at though, on that part of the conversation, um, just mainly just hitting that point. Like mm-hmm. don't, uh, don't feel like the worship team is just kind of like this other wing of the church away from the creative team. Yeah. Uh, don't separate those people. And it's just as healthy for the church and for the team to like put those people together. Let the bass player hang out with a graphic designer or let a, let a photographer hang out with the drummer or with backup vocalist, you know, like having that kind of team mentality is mm-hmm. going to make your team better Oh yeah, overall. And it's going to build relationships up mm-hmm. on that. So that's kind of what we want to end that on, on the main stage. So we want to go into our third section. Gabe, what we got going on? Third segment, creative wrecks. This is wrecks. guys, this is where we bring you recommendations of things that we have uh, seen, done, read that gonna that could help encourage you, help educate you guys, you know, to be able to be your best creative self. And uh, we're gonna have everything that we mentioned in the links uh, down wherever the links are, so you guys can check out what we we're talking about. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, like anything from look. Mo- books music youtube videos whatever whatever we're gonna we're gonna show you guys what we're talking about so you got any creative wrecks for us today mr noah sir yes i'm coming with a different creative wreck today it's not music oh my gosh everybody okay okay i know uh i just like i can come because every week i could probably come with like an album that i like or some songs that i like i probably do that all day definitely um but today i wanted to bring um a certain resource from uh, church front. Um, I don't know if anybody out there has heard of church front. Um, it is, uh, been, was started by a worship leader named Jake Goslin. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, in Colorado, but he started this, uh, this kind of organization, this company to help, uh, train and, uh, raise up worship leaders. And they have a lot of really great so- resources, mm-hmm. um, on their website, um, churchfront.com. You can go there, and they have everything from um, YouTube videos that goes behind the scenes at like bigger churches or maybe like how to do uh, streaming or how to uh, do uh, like a, a rig for your guitars or 
uh, just like different things like that. They have like a ton of like YouTube videos on their YouTube channel. Um, we'll link both their website and their YouTube channel in the show notes. Um, so a lot of that is just really good. I've enjoyed yeah. a lot of his stuff. He also has a podcast as well. He has the, uh, a, if you just type in church front into uh, Apple podcast or wherever you're listening to us at after this podcast, do not pause us right now after the <laughs> podcast, uh, go look him up, go give him a subscribe and listen to his podcast as well. He has a lot of great resources on that, but that's what I have. What do you got, Gabe? Um, I, have we done, I don't know. We might've actually already done this, but I can't remember. Um, just because I did it today. Um, for, this is going to be probably for the newer church plants or the smaller churches who are looking for things that they need. Um, yes. have we, have we talked about Sweetwater yet? No. Okay. Because I, I had to get some stuff off of Sweetwater and I got like two 25 foot, um, like, like quarter inch to, uh, to eighth inch adapter for like the in-ears for mm-hmm. like 11 bucks each wow <laughs> yeah so sweet water got- is amazing i love sweet water i order just about everything that i have music wise off of sweet water yeah, i, I try I, I trust them with my life i do yeah they so, have like really great customer service too oh, yeah. so if you're like a, a smaller church or you know a new church plant and you're trying to figure out where to get cables or uh equipment check out sweetwater because everything's got free shipping i'm pretty sure everything has i don't know that everything has a two free two-year warranty but most like the big stuff does um their customer service is great and you get a little bag of of candy when your package arrives so that's always a yes, plus yes um, it's always, always it's like i a love the candy it's amazing so it's like i open the box and it's the thing i want but then i'm like I can wait a second. I got a bag of candy now. No, yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I pushed my pedal to the side and just munched on the Laffy Taffy that they sent. So yes, yes um, check out Sweetwater. Um, I just i I can't recommend them enough. I love those guys. They're oh, yeah. so awesome. I know. And this is coming from a guy that used to work at Guitar Center years ago. I like Sweetwater. Yeah, I forgot sorry, about that. Sorry, GC. I like Sweetwater. I like, I like Guitar Center. I like going to Guitar Center. That's a whole nother conversation, though, for oh, yeah. that. I like going to Guitar Center to try to recruit wor- uh, worship team members. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or to test out the instrument in person before you buy it off the. Yeah, it's always good to have that stuff. But um, if you're just looking for like a lot of like really good deals and to talk mm-hmm. to some really awesome people, um, that their customer service is great. Sweetwater. Oh, yeah. Sweetwater.com. We'll have that linked in the show notes yeah. as well. Uh, well, gosh, this has to be a record for our fastest podcast for the day. Oh, I think wow. it's because Andrew's not on here. Yeah. If we had like that third person input, we could have gone an extra 20 minutes. Yeah. That would have been, it, this would have been a like 45 minute podcast. Yeah, it's okay definitely. though. That's okay. That's not what we're here oh, for yeah. is the length. We're here for the quality. I think the quality was at an all time high today. Yeah, so I'm just so glad we got to do this today. I, we are so sorry that it's taken us this yeah. long to get a podcast out. Mm-hmm. I promise we will get back on a regular oh, schedule, yeah. even if we just have to do it without Andrew. Andrew's been really busy yeah, with church stuff uh, lately. I understand that. I get that. I do church stuff and work another full-time job on top. 
So I get that. I try to just squeeze in podcasts when I can, but I do it because I want to talk to you guys out there. And speaking of which, um, that's kind of where I wanted to kind of just bring that in is like, we want to hear from you guys. Oh yeah. So, uh, one of the big things is, uh, go to Instagram, open your Instagram app on your phone. You can multitask while listening to a podcast. Do it right now. Everybody go now. All right. You're on Instagram. Good. Go to the search bar type CTBC podcast. That's called to be creative podcast. Go there, find us. I promise we'll pop right up. Go there and give us a follow and then send us a DM. Tell us about what you like about this podcast, about um, what you like, what you might not like. If you don't like something, though, keep it to yourself, honestly. Uh, really don't want to hear the negative vibes, positive vibes only for the pod. Uh, but if you want to hear about a certain subject or you want to hear about a certain topic for us to talk about, shoot it in our DMs. Uh, we will be more than happy to put that up in the queue of our podcast ideas. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we have lots coming at you guys that we want to do. But uh, if you have something you want to hear, we'll shoot that up in the queue. So that way you can hear that sooner than later. Yep. Um, so just remember that this is a podcast for you, for the creatives out there. I don't do it for myself. I do it because I believe in you, in the church. And I believe that God has a purpose and a plan for the creatives in the church and that the creatives will be the ones that move the world. So uh, that's all I have today. I'm signing off. I'm Noah Battles. I'm Gabe Owens. We will see you next time. See you guys. Thanks for joining us today. If you liked what you heard, leave us a rating, please five stars, and an encouraging note on Apple Podcasts. You can also subscribe to us on Spotify or anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at CTBC Podcast, where we will have clips from the show, encouraging words, and creative tips and tricks. Go be creative. We are.